Chapter 1 Ten Months Ago Are you sure you're going to be okay? You're not going to do anything stupid, are you? Cohen stared at his fellow warrior, Rainer, not really processing what he was saying. He was in a haze consisting of agony, disbelief, defeat, gut-wrenching guilt, and he had put a big fat cherry on all that with some Captain Morgan, the rum of all rums. He brought the glass to his lips, his hand shaking. He had to take a piss but didn't know if his legs would carry his six-foot-four, two-hundred-fifty-pound frame. Instead, he shifted in his chair and ran his hand through his dark hair. Finding out that your mate was dead could incapacitate a male. Cohen looked over at the clock. It had been three hours, two minutes, and fifteen seconds since the news had been delivered, and the conversation kept replaying over and over in his mind. SR-44's no more, Liberty had said. When we left, it seemed our world exploded from the inside, leaving nothing. It is gone. Gone. His whole reason for existing had disappeared in one fiery fuck-all explosion. Cohen, I need you to talk to me, man. He lifted his violet eyes to Rayner's red gaze and took another drink. What he really wanted was to be left the hell alone. There was only one way that was going to happen. He had to convince Rayner that although he was devastated, he wasn't going to off himself. I'm okay. And you're not going to do anything stupid. Like what? Drink more rum? No, dumbass. Like hurt yourself. Cohen threw his head back and laughed. It wasn't the normal sound that came from his throat but something that resembled a bullfrog choking on Skittles. The so-not-ha-ha-funny thing was that he could remove his heart with a butter knife and tweezers, and it wouldn't hurt as badly as what was rolling through him now. What's so funny? Rayner asked. Nothing, man. Nothing. There's not a fucking thing funny right now. Obscene, yes. Disorienting, sure. But funny... Nope. Rayner's eyes narrowed on him. Where are your guns? It was obvious Rayner thought Cohen had lost his jar of dice and would blow out his brains. The guy couldn't have been more wrong. Cohen had no intention of killing himself. He had too much to atone for, and he needed to be very much alive to do that. But whatever. In the closet. In my gun safe. Rayner got up and went to the closet. You're supposed to keep this thing locked, Rayner said from inside. He was supposed to do a lot of things. He was supposed to be concentrating on going home to SR-44 to see his mate, Mia. He was supposed to honor his mating vows, keeping his gun safe locked, pretty far down on the list of important stuff he was supposed to do. Rayner came out of the closet with a loaded-down black duffel bag. You sure you're going to be okay, Cohen? No. Things would never be okay again. He was an SR-44 male without his mate. Things were going to be one large pile of smelly crap for the rest of his days. Yes. Now go see Faith and leave me alone. Rayner stared at him a minute longer, his red eyes piercing him, then headed for the door. Cohen listened as the elevator dinged, announcing its arrival. When he heard the hum of the elevator taking Rayner away, 
He felt all his emotions. The guilt, the agony, the sheer disbelief that Mia was gone. Swelling together, fueling the screams and cries of pain that emanated from his lips. After a few moments, he was hoarse, and he wiped his eyes with the back of his hand. He should have honored his mating vows to Mia, but instead, he had been whoring around on earth for the past 75 years of the 212 years he had been on this rock. His betrayal to her ran deep, and he needed to atone for his sins. Oh, and sinned he had.